What's up, everyone? It's Chelsea Pites, the voice of social sales, where I'm helping you turn your social activities into business outcomes. Today, we are going to be talking about stories, specifically Facebook stories. I'm going to touch a little bit upon Snapchat and Instagram stories, but I think it's super important to identify why this type of format is becoming the future of social media. What does that mean for us? What are stories? How did we get here? And how we can leverage them to build our personal brand and a community. So some of you may know that I am the author of a book called Talking in Pictures, and that was inspired by my journey using Snapchat and how I did research about the psychology and the neuroscience of how these camera-first real-time platforms like Snapchat, Instagram Stories, Facebook Live, and now Facebook Stories have absolutely changed the manner in which we communicate with one another, how we are now building communities, and most importantly, how those things are changing our brains and our behaviors. So I think anybody can agree if you're listening to this and you have children or grandchildren that are under the age of 10 or even 15, we've seen how this younger generation is so tech savvy and enabled and understands how to use all of the features and how to even use social media and Instagram at such a young age. And it's it's interesting how it's so natural for them to take to these image-based platforms. They just get it, right? And and the title of my book, Talking in Pictures, was inspired by the CEO of Snapchat, Evan Spiegel. He had a really incredible quote that really spoke to me. It said, parents look at their daughter and they wonder why she's taking 10,000 pictures of random things that they would never think of taking photos of throughout the day. But what they don't realize, she isn't preserving memories. She's talking. And that is so true that now we literally are talking with our pictures. We are talking in our images and our live videos. And in this story format, we can share micro content, micro pieces of our day in real-ish time. Okay, it may not be live, but it's basically within a 24-hour period. Stories, whether it's Facebook stories, Snapchat stories, or Instagram stories, are pieces of micro content that disappear after a 24-hour cycle. The way that I like to think about it, if you've never done or seen a story, is a pad of post-it notes. Okay, you've got all these individual post-it notes that are stuck together to make one pad. And each story, each photo or short video, 15 seconds is usually the limit on both of those. Each one of those is an actual post-it note on the pad. And when you stick them all together or post them, then you're going to have an entire post-it note pad. And the same goes for the stories. Every time I take a photo or a short video and I post it to my story, I am adding a new post-it or I'm adding a new mini chapter to the larger overall book of my 24-hour day. Now, a lot of people say to me, why would I want to create content that disappears? What's the point in that? Isn't it I'm supposed to be creating content that sticks around and is evergreen and people can look for? Yes, you absolutely need to do that as well. But the psychology behind being able to share a 24-hour period with someone and be a part of their journey in real time is something that's very new to all of us. And that's why people really loved Snapchat, who was the OG, the original uh, you know, platform that created this disappearing content. It was really more about 
choice and privacy and saying, I don't want to see, you know, all 3000 of my friends on Facebook or have them see all of my content. I want to pick and choose just like we do with our friendships in real life. We decide what we say publicly in a work setting or a group setting. And we may have that one or two friends that we really tell it all to. And that's where people were moving. Then when we have this kind of camera first idea of being able to talk to people, it's not unlike watching someone on YouTube. And I remember I used to love watching this family on YouTube when I uh, happened to be pregnant and she was pregnant at the same time. And I just felt there were so many different parallels and I loved watching her. But it would have been such a different experience if I was able to actually talk to her in the moment. And now you can do that with stories. So stories are pieces of micro content strung together to create your 24-hour day. And in 24 hours, they start to disappear. So whatever story you posted 24 hours ago will fall off. And then two hours from now, that one will fall off. So it kind of just is this ongoing story of your life, right? And it's also direct messaging. It's a very messaging-based An interesting statistic about Instagram stories is that one out of five Instagram stories results in a direct message or a conversation. And if you are in social sales, you understand the importance of conversations because when you're not talking, you're not making any money. Our goal as salespeople is to get into conversations so that we can create those conversions. So it's very important to be talking to people and creating relationships. It's nothing out of the ordinary. It is old school, traditional sales, belly to belly, person to person, face to face communication. It just happens to be a lot easier now and in a different format called our phone and social platforms. So if you look at it from a sales perspective, using a story is an awesome way to create a personal brand and also connect with your potential clients and prospects. And it's really, really easy because I don't need that person's phone number. I don't need their email. I don't need to send them a newsletter or try to track them down or cold call them. I can actually connect with them and show my face and show my story as a human being to have them already connect with me on a different level. So it's actually quite powerful in my opinion. Let's talk about specifically Facebook stories, because if you're listening to this podcast and you love stories like I do, you probably love stories on Instagram, maybe even Snapchat. But it seems like to me anyway, Facebook stories hasn't quite caught on yet. And I think that's just a function of the type of user that Facebook has is probably wondering what they are. When it first came out on the Facebook app, it was these, you know, small circle bubbles across the top of the feed and people weren't really sure what they were. So I should let you know that now if you actually open up your Facebook app, they've changed how the stories look. They run across the top of your app. They're the very first thing that you see. They're in these square tiles. They're more of a rectangle, actually, tile that goes across the top of the feed. And the very first one will always be your own story. It's almost like a call to action. It's not almost a call to action. It is a call to action because like every social platform, they are trying to train our behaviors. So the first thing they did was they said, we want people to get used to seeing them. So they made them a lot bigger and put them in prime real estate right at the top of the feed. That is not by mistake. The next thing they did was they made them a lot bigger because they wanted people to stop and take notice and say, oh, what are these things? Let me check that out. And then really a smart move was they put your face first. And when you see your own picture or your own profile photo, you can't help but notice. And then there's a call to action. It says add story. Okay, tell me what to do. I'll do it. Yep, let me just click on that and see what it is. 
So they're doing a really good job of teaching people how to use them and what they are. Now, you can do a story from your personal profile. You can do it from a business page, a group, and an event. I will say the pages, groups, and events hasn't really caught on very much yet. And when those things happen, I see it as an opportunity. There's not a lot of people that are saturated yet, not a lot of people that are using it. And when I see that happen, I think that's a great opportunity to be where a lot of people aren't, right? We're always like thinking, oh, I got to get into Instagram stories. But you know, there's there's hundreds of millions. I think it's like four or 500 million daily users. That's a lot of people, right? It's a lot of noise. So um, Facebook stories is an opportunity for you to be one of the first uh, movers in that area. Now, when this came out, a lot of people were like, eh, I don't know, it might be something that they fall on their face. Uh, you know, they might try it for a while and then maybe it'll go to the wayside. Well, interestingly enough, about a week ago, Facebook had their earnings call and Mark Zuckerberg was speaking about their focus is shifting to Facebook stories. Now, you re- might remember a couple of years ago in 2016, they made the same announcement about live video and they really have made live video a huge thing. In fact, you know, stories is an extension of live video, basically, because it's a real-time engagement video. So what happened was, is they're like, this is the future of social media. And I personally believe that. I really believe that showing your face uh, and talking as a human being and showing your life and all of us sort of having our own Truman Show. I'm not saying that, you know, if you're a private person, that we should be documenting everything, but if you listen to Gary Vee, you know he's really big on documenting and not creating. And I know that sounds really strange for all of us, including me, who's in a generation that didn't grow up with social media, didn't grow up with putting our lives on TV. It's an, it's an unusual idea, but it really is creating amazing communities. It's changed my life. It's brought me more opportunities than I ever imagined possible. And I'm a believer now. And so now Facebook is going all in on stories. And just here's some interesting tidbits for you. So daily users for Facebook stories products. Now remember, Facebook owns WhatsApp, Instagram stories, Facebook stories, messenger stories, okay? So combined, there's about a billion stories being made per day. That is crazy, right? A billion, you guys. And these just came out like two years ago. They actually have grown 15 times faster. The stories format has grown 15 times faster than the feeds. And the feeds are the money makers for these social media platforms. That's where they place the ads, right? So now they have to change an entire business plan, which is a big deal for the 500 pound gorilla like Facebook to say, oh man, we got to change our business plan. We're going to go all in on something that doesn't even make us money yet. That to me was when I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be big. If Zuckerberg's going all in on a product that doesn't even make them the money that the feed does yet, they got to believe in it. And the reason they believe in it is because it's human and we want it and we like it better than the static feeds. Also, what's interesting is uh, a block party. um, It's a company that did a really interesting research paper, a case study on stories. You can look them up under block party. You know, it seems that it's easier to consume through the stories and that's leading to a higher level of consumption. Their, their statistic says the completion rate for long form Instagram story was 7.8 times higher than a Facebook newsfeed story. So it just means that people are consuming more and they're willing to, to look at more posts. I mean, the nature of, of a story is kind of a tappable post. I might do 5, 10, 15, 20 throughout my day. 
And people have a tolerance for that in stories. But if you put five or 10 posts in my Instagram feed, I am unfollowing you for sure. So it's interesting how different that is because it's just a different type of consumption behavior and pattern. So let's go into a few more pieces of information about why stories, especially Facebook stories, is really going to be a big deal. Uh, On their earnings call in October of 2018, Zuckerberg was talking about how sharing is really kind of shifted to this private chat in Messenger. There's about 100 billion messages sent per day and 100 billion stories a day. And Facebook, quite frankly, owns the top two story and message platforms that there are. So they're really realigning their business and monetization strategies to figure out how can we monetize more of the stories where people are going to be spending their time. Right now, their biggest competitors are YouTube and the iPhone because the iMessage text messaging is built into it. So I think that's really interesting that they are mentioning not only who their competitors are, but that one of them is something that's so ubiquitous as the iMessage. So these stories are micro content, they're visual, they're all vertical, and there's no disruptions when you're watching the story. Meaning if I'm in the feed, I can see ads, I can see the posts above and below it. But when I'm having a full screen experience, I'm not seeing anything else, which means my attention is really there. It's real time, it's ephemeral, it's disappearing, it's private one-to-one messaging, it's mobile first, it's camera first, it's sound optional. I can watch a story and get a sense of what's going on, especially if someone uses text in that story as well. There's no public vanity metrics. Nobody else sees the likes, so it's a little bit less stressful, right? We're not like worried about follower counts or likes. It's very purposeful placement to do behavior training, and it does encourage engagement. There is a chat box at the bottom that says chat or send message or something like that. And people are using stickers that say swipe up or poll stickers or all of those things. So it's really interesting to see what is going to happen with this story format. And right now there's such opportunity, especially with Facebook stories, because it's not saturated yet. Ads are a challenge right now because they haven't figured it out, which means there's a better user experience because I don't have to look through all the ads. Also remember that in 2018 in January, Facebook downranked business pages and they have these algorithms that are trying to serve up content that we want to see from friends and family. Organic reach, right? Free reach, which we keep hearing, oh, organic reach is dead. It's not dead totally, but it's pretty darn hard. There is still organic reach possible in the story format right now in Instagram and in Facebook. People aren't getting annoyed with your multiple posts. So if you like to post a lot, that's great. That's the the nature of a story. It's really the fastest way to also communicate your day and you can't outsource it, which is a good thing. Like you can outsource some of it, right? But people expect to see people. So if it's your brand, your personal brand, people expect to see your face. I think that's a good thing. And it's also really powerful because our brains love faces and it can't tell the difference between whether I see your face on a screen, my mobile device or in person. So you're building trust through technology and we're now using these online cues for these offline judgments. And so it's critical and it's the way that we are developing relationships right now. So Facebook stories in a nutshell, definitely something that you should be looking into 
into. Remember, it's a totally separate feed with its own algorithm. It's photos and videos, micro content, and they disappear after 24 hours. You can also see who's been viewing your stories, which is a really powerful strategy so that you can make sure and go back and connect and watch their stories and be reciprocal as well. I'd like to hear your comments and your thoughts on stories if you're using them. Are you using Instagram stories, Snapchat, or Facebook stories? I think at the end of the day, the really important thing is, is there an opportunity where we don't see saturation yet? Regardless if it's a flash in the pan, which I don't think it is, I do believe the story's format is the future of social and how we're going to be communicating and connecting in real time and visually. But I'd like to hear your comments on behavioral design and how the camera is the new social feed, how you're using stories to build your personal brand. You can connect with me and find me on all the socials at chelsea.pites, P-E-I-T-Z, P-E-I-T-Z. Hope to see you soon. Connect with me there and I'd love to hear your thoughts on stories.